Mm-hmm. We're trying to get sponsored by Pringles. Yeah. No, we are sponsored by Pringles. Coke, <laughs> Coca-Cola. Bre- breathe it into existence. And Budweiser are all sponsoring us now. And it's appropriate, dude, because this is our 100th show, right, Jody? Is our 100th show today? No, it's not. No? <laughs> Seven, eight, nine. He does this, so he does this every time. It's our 100th show. Every time. Show, it's the whatever. worst, the it, worst show. The anniversary. Be, Congrats, you guys. Thank you so much. A thousand episodes. It's been yes. crazy, man. When you're getting thanked by Ben Haggerty, a.k.a. McElmore, that is awesome. Ben, how are you, brother? I'm good. How you guys doing? I'm so good, man. We're so stoked you're here. Welcome to T-Bomb listeners. And we've got a special guest, local hero Ben Haggerty, Mr. McElmore, on our show today. And I'm super grateful, man. Um, I kind of just like, Jody doesn't like to go back too far, but I got to go back a little bit with you. Because yeah. I remember the kid, the 10 speed. J- James was your babysitter, is that I, right? I might have been your babysitter. <laughs> Surrogate hostess, uh, crazy hair, <laughs> notepad, frantically going crazy on Capitol Hill. And Damn, I, I yeah. specifically remember you because we were right there, man. I don't know if you remember the Dornays or all those families that lived up there. I think we lived kind of close to, together. But um, I remember seeing you, and I have to make amends. Was it your uncle owned the place? Yeah. Yeah, so all our girlfriends worked there, and we used to just get copious amounts of free food, bro. Mm. So I got to find him and, like, I'm telling him. Oh, that's it. I'm out of here. That Free croissants. Right? And they had really good food. They had the best breakfast ever. But Yeah. So, yeah, I remember seeing you up there, and then, you know, seeing you a long time later and just going and feeling really good about that and going, Man, little homie fucking made that shit. That's mm. fucking awesome. So good, good um, job, little homie. Take me the back. Little homie did it. Yeah, little <laughs> homie did it because he was a little homie back then. Yeah, for sure. little, little. So uh, take me back there. I mean, it was just like um, a lot of people don't know that that Ben's seven foot eight now. Yeah, seven it's foot crazy. eight. Crazy. No longer little homie. <laughs> On stage, he looks like medium height, but he's actually enormous. He's still going through puberty. <laughs> it's dope. <laughs> Plus those leg extensions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean. I remember, I mean, those are some of my first memories of my uncle's own surrogate hostess. Mm. And uh, it was before it was a Tully's, before That's it right. was a. Before it was a Tully's? Macarena, what, right. how do you go, say go, it? Uh, yeah. ma- ma- Macarena? Macarena. 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 Yeah. Macarena. Before people were doing the Macarena. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, that was. that was Cafeteria the spot. style, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I, I have, uh, you know bits and pieces of memories from that era Mm -hmm. i was probably five six seven i don't know when they they actually sold it but yeah some some good times man some some free food for me too yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) so what do you think like you're writing you i remember you writing i don't know if i would see you on broadway i always i saw writing or writing right writing writing it could have been somebody else i don't know maybe it was someone who looked like you're a novelist yeah no um when so oh one thing i want to ask is your the the neighbor who you first heard who first taped you to hip hop yeah yeah who was that a uh, guy named Andy Munt Andy Munt rest in peace yeah rest Andy. in peace Andy Andy's passed and he passed the seed he was just like listen to this shit son yeah he um yeah he was super into gangster rap mm-hmm. and so I got super into gangster rap first yeah. song what was the first song uh the first song would have been uh Humpty Dance. Oh yeah, but then like quickly <laughs> like went, it comes right there. <laughs> like like NWA yeah was like right after that. You are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge. Yeah, and I just remember like I remember the first time I heard like "fuck the police" like yeah. mm-hmm. like how were they saying this? Like I was like right. seven years old. Like how <laughs> yeah. how can someone yeah. get away with this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I fucking love it. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean that's the I danger. love it. The dangerousness. And I remember listening to it like looking out of my window, and uh, and just being enthralled with it and um yeah i mean we would listen to cube back in the day mm-hmm. kind of before that i mean i listened to cube you know uh, a long time after that because that was what was you know sure you could listen to in the car with with mom but mm-hmm. uh yeah the gangster rap got me right away and it was it was that west coast gangster rap that mm-hmm. i fell in love with really at six seven years old yeah what was that censored version of gin and juice where you're like sipping on and juice. You're like, what's, wait, what's, what's sipping on what? Yeah, what, what are you sipping, sipping on? Come Mom, what is gin? <laughs> what is oh, it's gin? Those huge bottles of alcohol right above the rice checks. Okay, got it. <laughs> so you're wearing the grooves off that shit. You're just uh, you're late. I mean, because that's the only place you get exposed to it. Really, was tapes. Back it was then, like it was the previous tapes. generation when you had, you know, kids listening to Richard Pryor records in their basement. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It was that same thing of just what? How is this even possible? Yeah. Yeah. I remember there used to be. I believe it was a Sam Goody in the Broadway market. And I, um, I remember, stealing, that, yeah. remember stealing a, a DJ Quick, way too funky, 
tape Oof. a maxi single way the number two and Funky. uh yeah exactly <laughs> well you get a free pass for that one yeah and and like and just you know i was like eight years old like yeah. stealing a cassette because my mom wouldn't let me buy it mm-hmm. you know it's parental mm-hmm. advisory like and some of my friends got that pass from their parents like right. we're gonna get you this and my sure. parents were like no, no definitely not and i'm like okay not. i'm going to steal it yeah while you're shopping yeah um i owe oh, whoa, 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 wait, i on. too owe a record store a lot of money. you were uh, with them shopping at your oh at, yeah yeah i mean i wasn't just like kicking it at sam goody at right. eight years old by myself right <laughs> i definitely had a parental figure See, I had, somewhere I had no around parental guidance, that's a so. that's an added level of difficulty you yeah. got the folks right there. Yeah. Right. It was a ballsy move, but it paid off, man. You're like, Mom, look, Pat Benatar. And then off to the side. <laughs> right. I want, th- I want that cereal you're pointing to the top shelf while uh-huh. you're stealing yeah. shit. That's amazing. What was it? What did you what did you boost? What album? Uh, I was way too funky. Way DJ too Quick. DJ Quick. The great. It was the a great. single. Great. Awesome. The great DJ Yeah, you would have thought that I would have gone for like an album, but no. But no, but I wanted no. the single. So you're was down. it was it the cardboard sleeve? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the maxi single. Mm-hmm. Mm. So you're down for the art. You're down to the steal the 12 that inch shit. instrumental on the back. Yeah, definitely oh, instrumental. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, clean. But let me clean ask you version. this though: like oh, yeah. when you texted me yesterday, you threw up the horns, the 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 metal horns. What about rock and roll? You, I mean, you seem like you dig everything, man. Uh, rock and roll wasn't really a part of my story. Like when grunge got super popular, mm-hmm. um, that was kind of an era that. You know, you had to listen to grunge. It was just right. there. Yeah, it was everywhere. And right. I liked it. Yeah. Um, it was like little Nas X right now. Unavoidable. <laughs> it was very similar. Like, I don't parallels there. there. Right. This, Everybody, but. right. It's like you, could, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing Smells no. Like Teen Yes. It was impossible. Yes. And I, and I liked it. Um, but it was a little bit of a forced like. I think it was a little bit of like, I'm trying to fit in and I'm still listening to the above the rim soundtrack Mm. uh, on the side. Mm. And it's not like we had a huge hip hop scene in Seattle. I mean, there wasn't, you know, it wasn't huge yet. No, but there was, you know, this was the era of like BMI and Columbia Music House and Mm. like, you know, you pay a a penny penny. for for 12 (laughs) albums. And I remember doing that and like getting a bunch of like Soundgarden and Nirvana and, um, Mm -hmm. You know, Stone Temple Pilots and whatever else. Um, so there was that kind of fifth grade, sixth grade era, but my roots were in rap music, and that's where I where I pretty much stayed. Boom, hit you like a truck. And where did it branch out after that? So you know, so far we've checked off Humpty Dance, mm-hmm. absolutely important all time classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, N.W.A. Yeah. And probably other assorted gangster rap, maybe some Too Short. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Perhaps. Godfather. Definitely. Shaw. Godfather's yep. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ice Cube. Um, yeah, it, it kind of went into, uh, I mean, it stayed on the West Coast. Okay. And then eventually it went to the East. Ah, uh, okay. With Wu-Tang Clan. Blackwards, would you Ooh. say? Ooh. To the East, Blackwards. Yes. <laughs> and uh, it, went to, it went to Wu-Tang. Um, that, yeah. was, that was like sixth grade. Yeah. And it stayed on the East Coast for some time. And then just you know all of it. Right. Well, then it just then it just became everywhere. Yeah, so you didn't uh, you didn't uh, subscribe to East Coast West Coast. You didn't even did you know about that? Was oh yeah, that yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, no, I was definitely like, like again, I was definitely repping the East Coast yeah. for a certain <laughs> amount of time and like yeah. you know because that's that's that, that was the era that I was into it and yeah. um, you well, know that like was like ten. Does you really know what's going on? With I that was a little like, older than that. I was you know I think I was 12, 13, 14. and mm-hmm. um, you know I love Biggie. I love Mob Deep. I loved uh, mm-hmm. you know. Big L and the Fugees and you know all this. That's a whole show right there. We could just do an entire show. Right. (laughs) So that's what I was on. Yeah. Um. But, uh, you know, and then I kind of got back into Pac later on. But Mm -hmm. and then underground music. I think that that was kind of the age of the internet when I was around 15, where it was like, oh, like this shit's like not on the radio. It's not getting covered by the source. Right. Um. And there's a whole underground arena that I never knew about. Um, and that was like Freestyle Fellowship and Hieroglyphics and Black Alicious mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. and all that shit that yeah. coincided with a lot of hallucinogenic shroom, mm. shroom trips that uh, opened up the mind. The whole Quantum Collective? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been going back to that lately. Oh, like, man. those guys were so ahead of their time. Dude, man. Broken Arrow? Is, yeah. I just listened to that the other day. It's mm-hmm. such a spectacular record. Yeah, Nia was oh, yeah. like monumental for me in terms oh, yeah. of inspiration and Living Legends and a bunch of different crews. Um, but that really kind of inspired me on the, because that's what we were doing. We were like, you know, getting high and rapping in, 
basements and, yeah. and freestyling at parks and yeah. Yeah. drinking malt liquor and it just kind of um and experimenting with sound like yeah it was like we didn't want to sound like what was on the radio we didn't right. want to sound like anything else it was like how weird can you get right yeah, totally. if you listen to right. some of those recordings oh yeah like, oh yeah you were weird as oh hell, yeah the man. whole like project blowed yeah like, absolutely all, that, all that where you're like oh you don't even have to really have a beat yeah anymore. you could just have a bunch of crazy sounds yeah, yeah. That's what that was huge. For and me. was that stuff that was going on in terms of like backing tracks and stuff? Were you guys making your own stuff? Were yeah, you... yeah. I was producing. Mm -hmm. I started out, um, you know, with a bunch of little drum machines and, and Casio. Yeah, I eventually got to uh, to the MPC, mm. and um, that was kind of my instrument throughout high school and in the beginning years of college. Right. So no one's, fucking, no one's beatboxing at that time, really. That was like earlier on. No, no, no. We were definitely beatboxing. Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure. Beatboxing is forever. For always. I yeah. mean, maybe not in Atlanta, but <laughs> here and most of, you know, the rest of the world. Yeah, we were beatboxing for sure. I mean, that was that was the soundtrack. Lunch table? We didn't really do the lunch table as much. No, the lunch table is <laughs> so fucking important to me. I know. Yeah, Because yeah. we just didn't, we weren't. Can we, we go back in the cafeteria? Can we go back and do the lunch table? Sure. Yeah, Could you yeah. just do a whole lunch table record? Yeah, yeah. That, so that actually would be fire. I think of that <laughs> shit. I'm like, we need to bring the beatbox back. Right? No one's beatboxing. You right. do it live from. And Keith. then everybody else in the room's like, Ben, no, no, it's horrible. Key County Jail. You do it live from. Dude, how much trap drums? Right, right, trap beatboxing. Um, what? How much does that play into what you do now? How much? Like, are you more kind of just like the film director, like everyone places, or are you really intricately involved with? I'm, I'm more of the film director yeah. at this point. Mm -hmm. um, and I've I've tried to, you know, get into the software game a little bit. Right. Like every like three years I go to Guitar Center and on an impulse <laughs> I like buy the newest version of the MPC right, right, and sure. and sit with it and be yeah. and realize that like software is actually like a lot easier mm -hmm. than yeah. the it's MPC. Crazy how, how easy it is. Yeah, it's so it's, easy. It's I mean things disturbing. that used to take me like hours. Oh my god. You do in 30 seconds. Yeah, on try, phone, try, try tra tapping out those hi-hats just with your fingers. Yeah, it's right. exhausting. Right. You're like, I need a nap. Yeah, <laughs> you, can, you can't do it. Or you can just press three buttons. Yeah. Like, oh, there or goes. you just draw it out. <laughs> yeah. So who was your first little crew? Like when you were coming out, did you have like... Yeah, it was a crew called Elevated Elements. Uh -huh. Super scientifical. Oh, shit. We were so good at L science. Lyrical, lyrical miracle. So was many lyrical miracles. Oh, oh man. Lyrical you know how many times I've rhymed lyrical miracle. <laughs> God, that was that is that's the calling card. That that's is the calling card. You've that's got a, a backpack. Right of passage, man. You've got a backpack, and you can rhyme lyrics. Tell me, there's some miracle. recordings of this shit. Oh, there definitely is. Please oh don't, please don't YouTube it. No, there, you it might be up shit. there. Next time, next time for sure. But yeah, I mean, that was. I think what I miss about that era is that it was so collaborative, and honestly, like, have you guys? Did you guys see the Dreamville? Um, little documentary oh, that they did. That was so cool. Yeah. Like it reminded me of that. Yeah. Of what it you I mean, yeah. not like we have forty people in, right, in yeah. three different rooms, yeah. but right. in the essence of like, yo, who's yeah. ever like ready to go, like gets right. on the mic and you it need to be very, like, like ready. -Tang, like a very Wu Tang feel to that. Absolutely. That documentary. Absolutely. Just everybody go, whoever's got the best verse, who's ever got the best Yeah, that's beat. what gets kept. Yeah. You know, it, it, if you write it fast enough and mm -hmm. you record it quick enough, like that's what's gonna yeah. get you know yep. left on the record that's what it was and it just sharpened your chops and we made so much music there was no um i think now there's so much intention about like okay what is this record what is this going to go on how right. is this going to be released right. what's the rollout like this was right. just like this is just for sport sure volume. This is for just, us yeah, yeah. like right. to listen to if the homie got a car the purity yeah there's and, purity and, to that. and there's something i think that I, I i watched that dreamville thing and was inspired by it because it reminded me of that era yeah. Well, you do that yeah. now, dude. Like, you got a huge body of work in what ten years? I mean, has it been like ten years? It's been about ten years since you, since you blew up. Like, you got a huge body. You work. I uh, seem to work a lot, dude. A lot of yeah. writing, a lot of performing, a lot of touring. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I think that I I could have been more prolific in the last decade, but I think. I was gonna say, um, don't let James talk you into anything. If you're yeah. lazy, just say you're lazy. It's fine. We're I, all friends I'm, here. I'm so lazy. No, <laughs> I'm definitely definitely not lazy. I think that it's um. It has, it, there's seasons for it. Yeah. You know, when, when the heist came out, I mean, it was, you don't know how long it's going to go for. Right. You know, so like things start happening. You're like, oh shit, we're on TV. Like yeah. we have to take that TV off oh, yeah. or we need to take that. We need to take that show. Yeah, yeah. Right. We need to take everything yeah. because it's all good money and exposure. Yeah. And you're like, mm -hmm. and you don't think like, okay, this is going to 
this is gonna last. Right. But you don't um, know till you get there. But really. you don't know till you get there. I was I was in so I've, I've told you I was in Florida when that record came out, and I remember seeing it and going, oh man, that's fantastic. Seattle boy does does good, great. Mm-hmm. I would just check back on the iTunes charts. I, I'm guessing you probably did the same thing, and I was just like, holy shit, it's it's still going. Yeah, it's, it lived still, up there it's forever. Still going. I was like, it, it this is lived. some boys to men end of the road shit. Yeah, it really, it just stayed yeah. on those charts and it yeah. didn't really leave. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, I think like there's, so there's seasons. So we toured that for two plus years, yeah. if not like just three. It, this, yeah, yeah right. I mean, the, the opportunities there. And, um, you know, I think over time it's been a process for me of like, you know what, like, I don't need to keep up with the industry. Like that's basically where I'm at now. Is like right. I don't need to feel like okay, I'm gonna lose it if I don't. And maybe I do lose it. Maybe maybe you know it cools down and it doesn't ever get as hot as it was two years ago or, or right. five years ago. Like right. I'm okay with that. It's I not think as that, important as he. No, nah, I think you you drive yourself nuts doing all that, and it's yeah. never enough. It's never enough. Yeah, yeah. you know. You totally. It's, like, it's funny because you 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 sort of read my mind. I only had one question I wanted to ask you. Mm-hmm. So I'm talking to my, my my wife last night, and we were this is a weird thread. So we were talking about Theon Greyjoy from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. who is Lily <laughs> Allen's little what? brother. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, Lily Allen, what happened to her? Right. And Jamie's like, Oh, she became a mom and she just stopped. Dipped out. She she was just like, yeah. I'm done. Life yeah. life and happened I was like, to her. Fuck, I, I actually really, really respect that. Yeah. And I was like, you know, I'm going to ask Ben. Like, what, do you think a point will come or, you know, even hypothetically speaking, where you might just be like, you know what, I'm good. Oh, absolutely. Mm. Yeah. I think that you I think that you have to. Yeah. I, for me, um, I don't want to be like 55 and, and rapping. Mick Jagger and shit. And maybe like, I do. But right. like. That seems like a far ways away, and right, right. and I want to be able to do what it is that's creatively fueling me, or sure. or not. And um, I think the main thing is I don't want to get stuck in feeling like I have to, right? Because I really don't have to, and that's the beautiful right. thing about the success is that like it's not like yo man like you gotta keep you gotta keep going to put food on the table. It's like no, there's gonna be food on the table. It's right. like what what do I want to do? What do I want to do with my kids? Do I want to be gone? Because making an album takes a lot of time it's like you know when i lock into those to those months of being in the studio um it's hard to co-parent and then go to the studio and stay awake and be present and like go to the zoo and not be nodding out like looking at the lions because you've been in the studio you know all night um so i want to be able to experience the life that i want to live not feeling like this is what I'm supposed to do because I'm a rapper and I have to keep up with everyone else. Right. Like, fuck that. That's fucking awesome, dude. I mean, otherwise, why do it? I mean, you're just, se- exactly. I mean, you're just selling your soul to the devil, really. It's just, but it's the industry that you can do that in, really. I mean, I've seen it. We've all oh, seen sure. It. There's a state you fair know? that will let you play. Right. And maybe and maybe that's Arcus what it turns five into. Five times in a row. Right. And maybe that's what it turns I mean, eventually, everyone ends up that's, at the state fair, the casino, right. or whatever it is. And I'm honestly not shitting on that. I'm just saying, like, like you said, at some time, at some point, you have to make a choice. Like, mm-hmm. like between your family and between your like. I mean, we all know those kids whose dads were on the road and stuff like that, and they're like, yeah, they go on podcasts and talk about how they don't know their dads, right? And that's fucking terrifying, right? Like, you know, I stay really busy, like not album mode busy, but pretty fucking busy. Yeah. And there are times when I sit down with my kids and I'm like, oh yeah, this is this is what actually engaging with my children feels like, right? Yeah. And that freaks me the fuck out. I'm like, I need to scale shit back. Yeah, it's just it's just carving out that time, and and I can tell when I'm, because the thing about making music is it's not it, it it's the opposite of what I was describing, like being in high school. It's like there is I'm making a song and I'm right. and I'm almost immediately in the middle of the process, like okay, it, who's this gonna resonate with? How right. is this gonna fit into a project? Like, yeah. is this to this? Is it not enough? Mm-hmm. You know. All that I'm thinking about what's it going to mean to right. the world, yeah. and that's not where you want to be creatively. Like you right. just want to create from a pure space, but that's the process of, like that excavation process of creating is like how present can I get? Yeah. Can I just make art for the sake of art without the attachment to an outcome? It's fucking hard, and that's hella hard. And then, you know, and then I got a four year old and a one year old, 
and I'm thinking about a fucking rollout plan, you know, while I'm, you know, in the yeah. yard, and it's like... He's like, is that poop I smell? <laughs> you're writing a song, like, oh my God. <laughs> this shit is real. But you know what? You emanate that, dude. I listen to some of your shit, and I'm like, you emanate to, to younger kids that are like, hey, just whatever you fucking do, and be real about it, and yep. be straight up about it, and don't get all this, you know, I gotta conquer the world, blah, 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 blah thing. And uh, another thing I wanna thank you for, man, is like, you spread, you know... You say something with your voice, dude. And I've, I've talked to on this about the show a few times with Jody and some other people. Like, I hate motherfuckers. Like, you got a worldwide arena, worldwide venue, and all you're talking about is smoking dope and banging bitches and yeah. blah, blah, blah. Which I, is great. I, I it's was going to say, I have 100% respect for people that talk about that. <laughs> I, I, I just want to say that out loud It's right a now. thing, and I get it. And it's a world, but, you know, you, you speak some real too shit. Too short, don't ever uh, stop being too short. Right? I don't want to hear a message, <laughs> I don't I don't hear a message record from you. <laughs> <laughs> Neither do I. Yeah. And that's real. But that's, man. but that's the beautiful thing is that like there's there there's a Macklemore, there's a Too Short, there is there's that, a right. Soundgarden, there's like yeah. whoever, like right. anything you could. And possibly... there's a time and a place and an audience for it all. Right. And yeah. it can all yeah. coexist in this universe. That's got to be that's that part of it of parsing out the entire album is like where is this getting placed? Where mm-hmm. is this? Mm-hmm. You know, should we launch this on Twitch? Yeah. Like all that shit. Yeah. Has I mean, did you didn't have that on the heist? No. Because you didn't have those lanes open to you. No, and and the the ceiling just wasn't it, right. it wasn't had no it hadn't been idea. set yet. You had no fucking idea. No, I had no idea. Yeah. I was an underground rapper. Right. Um with the intention of like Yeah, absolutely. With the intention of like, okay, like can we get can we get some shows overseas? Like can we right. you know, continue to right. to play in front of five hundred people in right. New York? Like yeah. it wasn't on that level yet. And of course, like anytime you're making something, there is like there is a scaled version of Right. of a rollout plan of like who's going to fuck with this and who's not but um yeah it was just a different level and and now i feel like the attention span of particularly americans yeah um is just so fucking fast it's, oh my god and you know, I mean, microwave society man yeah That's absolutely it, i mean if, if you don't put something out in like three months it's like yo what happened to yeah. What you're happened not, to Ray Shremmerd? You're not relevant. What happened to right. Future? Yeah. Oh, like, it's oh, been yeah. three months since he put out oh, an yeah. album. Yeah. Like, what's he doing? Well, and then yeah. they come back, and you've got a week. Oh, yeah, right? you have a week. Right? you got a week. That's the new rule. You, you have, have a week. week. And and if you're lucky, one or two of those songs right. end up on a playlist that has some burn. Right. And um, if you're really lucky, one of those songs works at radio. Right. And, but it's, we're talking about one or two of those right. songs, and that's yeah. really mm-hmm. lucky. Yeah. And, and you don't even need to make albums anymore. Like, you yeah. might as well just keep putting out songs, hoping that one of those things happens to one of those records. But right. people aren't listening for album cuts. No. Right. If they don't you, give right. a fuck. If you have 12 songs, they, they Singles tell you now, just yeah. put out a single a month, like, yeah. rather than, you know. So in the beginning, it was self-labeled. Like, where was this money coming from? How did you just go, hey, look, let's do this, this, and this, and how's it getting paid for? How you doing it? How you living? How you, I mean, that's amazing. I mean, God, it it, it happened slowly. I remember, um, I mean, I went to rehab, mm-hmm. got out, was back in my parents' house, started working with Ryan on the Versus EP. You know, he was he's younger than me, so he was still in college at his parents' house. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, we kind of combined our equipment for recording. I had been recording myself for, you know, the last damn near decade. Um, he had money from some family shit that he put into his recording and his photography. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just a slow process of like, oh shit, like, you know, I can get 250 bucks if I go up to Bellingham right. and I can sell, you know, a hundred dollars worth of merch like that's 350 bucks right. like oh so you're um, thinking daily not globally basically oh like, yeah, yeah like completely. how am i gonna survive completely. today yeah and i think um slowly and then you put your music up and we were with cd baby and you get a check right. for right. for 400 bucks for the month and you're like okay so you know you got I'm, cds you're opening your trunk yeah you're all that buy this all shit. that i mean selling cds out the trunk was a huge part of my story yeah um that ep so, sounds that ep sounds fucking good yeah, way. I like mean, it's, it's still not. Yeah, like it's like that's, yeah, I mean, that's impressive. Yeah, we, that is pretty impressive. We actually. we knew Just, what you know. we were doing. Yeah. Yeah, we know we it's were like doing. It's like straight like bedroom, like basement, like what? Yeah, I like, mean the things that you can do. Just I mean, wherever wherever you could get in. You just mad scientists out and get down there and fucking do right. it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we we had both had experience, and um, in the mixing world, mm-hmm. but but it was that, and then it was okay. So now I, I met somebody in Colorado who's down to fly me down. 
but not you, Ryan. <laughs> and like, right, uh, and right, I gotta. Right. Go, it doesn't make sense right. for you to come and DJ. I'll get a DJ down there. Totally. Right. You know, right. so I'll pay someone fifty right. bucks. And to, I'll bring the money back. To, yeah, and I'll bring the money we'll back. Sink that and, into and we made five hundred with merch and CDs, right. and that CD spreads, and then all of a sudden yeah. someone else wants to bring you down. A college wants to pay you. And that's just by a rep seeing you at a show, or like back then, it's like you know. Well, there was internet, of course, but. So you just putting your shit all out there, and everyone's seeing that shit and going, "I want." Yeah, that. and the internet's them. helping it spread, here. and and you know, then we put out some music videos, and YouTube starts working, and right. and slowly yeah. those offers the turn from three hundred to a thousand dollars, and right. and then by the time that we were making the heist, um, I remember we borrowed some money from some dude named Noah from Sound Records. We borrowed five hundred dollars. Do you know him? <laughs> no. Oh. He's around. Shout him out. I yeah, mean, shout here, him out. Here we are. He let, here he we let are. me buy interest for you $500, which oh, at the shit. time was like Doc, a me, fucking me, shit ton me, of money. If you yeah. let me $500 interest free right now, I'd be like, damn. Yeah, man. that's the yeah, come up, yeah, right? Yeah, right? So that was, a, that was a huge moment. We did our CD release party at Nectar. We did a 21 and up and, yeah. and the all ages. 21 and, and that 500 bucks out. made it happen and that and that made it happen yeah. and it's like th- that those little increments of money that are like okay yeah. this enabled us to go right. on to this next right. spot so by the time that we came came the heist we um can't hold us had been we got synced up with a Miller genuine draft uh we're sponsored uh, by Budweiser how, I don't know how first. ironic <laughs> <laughs> right the sober guy and I remember that being like right. an issue like yo do you want to do this I was like how much is it yes <laughs> I do absolutely like I don't need to drink the beer uh, right? I will take the money can we say the number what was it like 50 no it was more than that it was like Oof. a big it was a big national international campaign was it all up front I believe so yeah. so all of a sudden we had like six chunk. figures yeah, of of cash Oof. and we were we had money too like right. i had bought a cadillac at this <laughs> sure. point I, yeah. but i had like successful underground rap money right and then that came along and it was like okay now we can make our fucking gator skin boxes right we just put it all mm. back into the art right yeah. that's all it really was right. smart move and we um and i mean rec- i remember you, you recorded that at um at avast right no i recorded it we had a studio on 109th in aurora and um on the blade damn on the blade did you straight up avast? you did something at avast no, we I might have tracked something totally at Avast. Jody, I mean, I, Jody's got friends at Avast. Avast, we've—I've that was one of the first studios <laughs> I ever went yeah. to. Um, shout out to Avast, and still go there. I was there a couple months Stuart ago. Stuart Allerman, yeah, oh, the God. Stuart. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were in there. We had a 500 square foot studio, mm. and um, my wife. My girl at the time, who was also like our tour manager and director right. of operations, mm-hmm. it was all of us in this tiny space. In one room, we were recording and mixing and finishing the album. In the other room, um, it was her, and you know, she hired her high school homies to come and stuff these heist albums right. into mm. Manila envelopes and send them out to the world. And, and we sold seventy-eight thousand copies our first week, Crazy. and we're That's number two insane. on Billboard. And everyone in the industry was like, "Where in the?" fuck did these guys come from oh, right. like la reed flew out to montana with his entire team to try to sign us <laughs> to whatever label so he was you, at you feeling the whoosh at that point you're like oh yeah i mean we fuck, i had what's no going on? fucking clue that it was gonna do yeah that. yeah we were taking bets i think i bet like twenty thousand. yeah and you know because there was momentum right but um so I had a clue. I, I had a serious clue. I was—I don't know if you remember this or not. Gal calls me up doing, doing her daughter's sweet sixteen at Rock Candy. She, I go, yeah, I'm 150 bucks an hour because I DJ and shit. And she goes, I hired this rapper named Macklemore. Is he—is he good? And I'm like, lady, uh, yeah, this dude's about to blow up. And because I just heard uh, and we danced and how mm-hmm. to, I played that shit yeah. actually. And uh, and um, I play it when I DJ and it. Um, it, I just knew it. I got a feeling. I got a. I was like, I got a feeling, and this is gonna happen. And it happened, dude. And uh, and uh, it's awesome, man. It's a fucking awesome yeah. feeling. Sweet you know? sixteen at rock. Yeah. Candy. So you were super. Um, you were super <laughs> humble, and we hung out. And these girls, like, I was just oh, like, man. this guy's insanely humble, man. And there was about 20, 30, 16 year old girls. All, oh yeah. my god! And I miss the rock like, candy. Yeah, and Me it, too. it just was a little acorn about to. No, it was hard rock, not rock candy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm it like, was just a little, the little gone. acorn of, say, of you just popping out, and I was like, <laughs> it was 1987. It was eight. Yeah. You were about to blow. Yeah. <laughs> ben was, was seven years old <laughs> performing at the Rock Candy. Yeah, but it was. It was hard rock. Yeah, yep. hard rock. Yeah. And um, and I was like, this is awesome, man. This dude uh, must be totally stoked. And, and there you were. Boom, boom, boom. It just started. 
like happening really quick. Yeah. You know, and I know if Juan's like we had Juan's on and he was like, dude, I don't know what happened. It was like a tornado. And next thing you know, I was <laughs> across the country and this guy said, wow, I wonder how Ben must feel about it. I mean, it was a tornado. Yeah. I mean, it really was. Yeah. It's, you know, even just kind of going back and looking at dates and thinking about, you know, timeline and it's, uh, you know, it's something that I don't do often, but when I do it, it's like, man, that was so nuts. And it, and time is just this weird, you know, it, it's all in this vacuum of, of like, it was moving so quick, we couldn't keep up with it. And mm-hmm. it was so overwhelming. And then like, there was drugs in there and relapse in there. And mm-hmm. um, you're just trying to keep your head above water in there. But the, the essence of the come up, mm-hmm. like the come up that we're talking about, right. Was so fucking fun, man. To to and to be able to have that a part of of my story of have like over a decade of grinding yeah. and traveling around the Northwest, like trying to make a name, trying to play at dive mm-hmm. bars for two hundred bucks a night and get people's attention at the hard, bar. That hard weren't, rock cafes, <laughs> yeah, right. s- Sweet Sixteen, right. yeah. Like I remember that show. Like those shows um, made me not only the human that I am, but the performer that mm-hmm. I am. Like right. that, in just the grassroots level, like we used to be in a fucking white 12 passenger van traveling from city to city, me, a war trumpet player, Ryan, and my and my girl, Trisha. And we would literally um, load in ourselves. We would do the show. You guys don't load in yourselves anymore? Uh, we, I have a guy for that now. <laughs> <laughs> and I help him. I help him on weekends. He points. He points. He points. He put that over there. So right. like, don't put that touch there. it. Don't look at it. That's my baby. That's but, funny. but, and then we would do the show and then we would get off stage and we would go directly. We'd just walk off stage to the merch area right. and stay there for as long right. as we needed to, like yeah. until everyone left. And then yeah. we'd get in the car and then drive to the next city. Totally. Trisha and I would alternate back and forth because we didn't drink. So we would drive you know, wake up in the morning and do it again. And, and that shit makes you calloused in like a beautiful way. It's yeah. like, you know, yeah. no Hollywood shit. Like that's the right. essence yeah. of the industry right there. Man. Yeah. That's I what mean, it's about. Shout man. the you know? fuck out to Trisha. I didn't know that part. I didn't yeah, know that, no, she, that she was like on tour with you that whole, no, a imperative part of the process, man. I mean, creatively in terms of music videos, in terms, you know, because she produced all of them right. um, at the beginning. In terms of ideas, I mean, she fucking named the heist. That's her. Damn. That's her name. Damn. Yeah, she came so up with that. So you're saying shit. we should have had Trisha on? Actually, <laughs> next Trisha, you're way better interview. On. Can we? Yeah, let's have Trisha. So on. check this out. You seen Killer Mike show on Netflix? Yeah. Yeah, I, I see you doing that, bro. I see you having something like you. You were you're pretty theatrical, man. You got. I've seen lots of. Oh, and who was the fl- old flute dude playing the flute in that video? Oh, Cedric. Who I know that cat from Cedric somewhere. from Cherry. Yeah, that's Cedric. Break his anonymity. You would know this cat too. Like, uh, it is Cedric. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Ced, who's CD seventy eight. Who's, who's okay. at grocery outlet in Skyway right now? Shout out Cedric. I'm yeah, gonna come I'm gonna come see you later. Yeah, get some deals. Talk oh, about good things in life. I yeah. knew I knew that cat. But um, so maybe something like that's in the works. I don't know. Yeah, I've um. Yeah. Am I, are, am I, are we going too oh, far? Are we saying too much? much? Go, go, go see him at Skyway. Grocery <laughs> yeah. For real. For I re- believe it. For, for real. Him. I believe it. He's the, he's right up there up front. He's a security guard. He's a, you know. Yeah, says the That's man. great. I'm going to go and go, aren't you the dude from the flute mm-hmm. video, bro? Right. Like this blows. Oh, he would fucking it. love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that something like that will eventually happen. Yeah. Um, I just clicked off my wife, too. That's really... <laughs> yeah, Trish, Trish is calling. Is, uh, is, is this part? Is Trish helping the with this? Screwdriver. Like, Does Trish got some ideas? And you guys are like, uh, you know, we do have, we do have some ideas. It, it, it's again, it's like, what do you want to do? What do I want to do? Right. Um, do I want to make something uh, comical? Do I want to do something with some meaning? Sure. Um, so I've been, I've been in talks with some, with some people. Some people. The thing is, right now. What I kind of want to do is something in the recovery space. And that's mm. not sexy to right. uh, Netflix or to HBO right. or whatever. I don't know. It's sexy if you're like, I'm going to show fucking people shooting up dope. Sure. And like the intervention model yeah, of, of the, what the it is. Shit. It's like yeah. see, showing people like recovering yeah. or having recovered from yeah. a seemingly hopeless state of whatever. Yeah, not like, so sexy, yeah. like they don't get it and yeah. they don't get the power. And the yeah. whole anonymity piece yeah. is like, 
is risky. But all period. you need is a couple little clips of some, you know, a straw right. and some cocaine, and then seeing people go, "Oh, what's this? <laughs> but, I want to watch." But this. again, with the microwave society, it's like we love the forty-five minute intervention. Right. Um, yeah. Damn, yeah. like they're shooting up with their kid in yeah. the back, yeah, yeah. and like in and where's there's, the fucking action? There's they're so out of it, they're a fucking zombie, and like yeah, totally. oh, six months later they were clean, That's and in yeah. the next episode's on like. If I'm talking about like actually showing the process of people in recovery, okay. it's not as sexy and it's a harder pitch. So I've been making that harder pitch right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're we're in the talks with some folks, but that's one thing. I think like what Killer Mike is doing is awesome. I think mm-hmm. that there's a ton of different great ideas. It's a market that's very saturated right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. Netflix crazy. is in crazy debt yeah. for a reason. Right. Mm-hmm. And there's a bunch of fucking bullshit it's on Netflix. There's a reason why I usually go on Netflix and I'm like well, 30 yeah. minutes later, I'm like, man, fuck this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't pick anything. They just lost yeah. $17 billion yesterday. Dude, everything's in subtitles on 10 Netflix. Per, 10% what the fuck's stock the deal? drop equals $17 billion. That's insane. Okay, fuck Netflix, but something. You should do something, because mm-hmm. what I've seen so far is hilarious, dude. I you think should do whatever you definitely, want. Yeah, there's definitely some chops. Out. And I don't want to keep saying, like, was, because, I mean, it, it seems like you're working a lot, dude. I looked at your, at your tour I just, and I'm like, I just you, got you, back you, from just, Europa. Shit. I just saw you on TV. Yeah. The songwriter show. Tell yeah, me. I need to write that. I'm, I'm recording that tonight. Oh, that's that's the... That's I just saw the promo. It hasn't actually been. No, the the episode is aired, or oh, it, it hasn't aired. And now you need to. It's do been the song. shot. Now, now I need, need to, to the have the song ready to go. Oh, it's due on the twenty fourth. It's, it's a great idea. Like, yeah, no, I, I had a great time. You sound like you're not there. Wait, here's, okay, here's, no, I'm literally like I need to question. do it today. So it's per, it's executive produced by Dave Stewart from Eurythmics. Is that uh, correct? Like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah like, it is. No, it is. Yeah, it is. That was the part that fascinated me because when I was a kid, like you know early 80s the eurythmics were this fucking machine mm. that just cranked out these amazing songs he wrote sweet dreams sweet dreams and you know, i mean like they had just a litany that's amazing that you know that. <laughs> actually that well he told me oh okay because that's yeah he, right. he let that it be known my question. did you meet Dave <laughs> yes he was there this motherfuckers really a cornucopia of musical that knowledge dude is a motherfucking legend <laughs> and of course annie lennox i mean there's ain't shit without it. Yeah, so yeah. I that, saw that uh, a, a girl the other day, and she was sitting in, a, in our little secret club, and she had a little Annie Lennox button on, and I was like, Annie Lennox from across the room, and she's yeah. like, Yes, oh my God, you know that, and I was like, Fuck yeah. Yeah. It was the one where she's doing the arm, you know, the oh, strong yeah. arm and the classic crazy hair yep. and shit. I love the '80s. You love the '80s. Love the '80s. The '80s are great. Yeah, I get that. I was I was small sense. in the '80s, but I I love. I the remember 80s. Reagan too. Well. Dude, I don't want to ask a dorky question, but what fucking Willy Wonka do that shit? Like. I listened to it a couple times, and I'm like, this is, it's crazy. I love that song, but what is the, like, take me uh, there? I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> I was like, what? How does something get I'm made? Wait, 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 I am can, high can we, can right now. Can we explain what we're actually talking about it's a for song. anybody? It's a song. Right, but let's just presume that not everyone that listens um, to the show will know what I, you're talking about. Because yeah. well, when you say Willy Wonka, I think, of course, <laughs> Gene Wilder. Yes, that's Gene Wilder. This is how it started. Yes. The song started because Gene Wilder had just died. Yeah. And Budo had sent me a beat in my first go. bar was R.I.P. Willy Wonka. Yeah. So and that beat is insane too. I love. Yeah. That beat so like and then I I had it and I had it for a while. And I'm like, this definitely needs a feature. Like, who am I gonna get on this? And um, I was doing something with Little Yachty, mm-hmm. and they had a show somewhere in Washington, like in the Tri Cities with me. He had a show with Migos, and I went out there to finish filming for our record, um, and uh, ended up back in the green room. With Migos, mm-hmm. and and that's how I was born. And met Offset, yeah. and then went to the car, the Maybach with Offset, and he smoked copious amounts of backwoods in the Maybach, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and played him a bunch of records. And I played him the flute one and that one, and he was like, I don't know which one I want to uh, get on. I like both of Willie. them. You but. pick it. And he came to the house the next day, and uh, and we did Willy Wonka. So what's the line pulling up? Like, uh, what was it, Veruca Salt? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man, there's some good stuff. Something in like that. And you know, a lot of people won't get it. I don't think the younger people will get it. But if you watch, I mean, you got to. Doesn't even matter. It doesn't matter. It's it's, matter. it's super tight either way. Yeah. Even if you don't know about with Veruca Salt or Willy Wonka, that song awesome. like either really works in a live setting, or people just look Go at me like, "Why are you in a trench coat and a top hat <laughs> and a cane?" Oh, you do the whole shit. Yeah, I do the whole thing. He's oh, lost wow. it. He's lost it. No, I wow. do the whole thing, and people like. God yeah. bless you. God bless you, Ben. That's, That's awesome. It, that it, it either works or it doesn't. Yeah. That's one of those. People just thought I oh, always back on the R. juice. R.P.G. He's back on the juice. <laughs> That's an crazy. Absolute national treasure. Yeah, he was. Who oh. you want to work with? They haven't worked with yet. 
Um, God, I feel like my answers are always so cliche. No, like I want to work with no. Kanye. Like, yeah. I mean, I would That's love. I would love to do something with Kanye. Yeah. Um, Kanye, I know you're listening because we're we're repped by Budweiser and Pringles. <laughs> <Yeah>. so. <laughs> Uh, Kanye's contractually obligated to listen. <laughs> Talking right. rain by the water. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. I think, like, I want to work with people that... Um, I like working with new people. I like working with people that haven't been Should, discovered not yet. Yeah, not there yet. Um, let's, let's, here, here's a different version of this question. When you were, like, beatboxing and mm-hmm. listening to crazy underground mm-hmm. shit, you know, in, like, 97 mm-hmm. or whatever... Who then? Who does that age of Ben want to want to work oh, with? Yeah, like, that is interesting. In '97, going back in the time. I'm gonna go zone. a couple years later than that. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But the, like, the rain. I loved Gift of Gab from oh, yeah. Black Delicious. Oh, oh yeah. And I was, and we, you know, this is coming back to our earlier conversation about them. But, um, man, I feel like they really shaped who I am. Like his yeah. raps shaped who I am, like spiritually, yeah. in terms of style wise, like. Um, I, I feel like I was I was telling my friend XP we were talking about it, I was like I feel like I owe him something yeah. like right he it, and it's funny because when we were super popping from the heist era like they sent a record and I didn't do it right um I don't think I love the record and right. it was just we were fucking I was turning down everything at that sure. point yeah. things that I'm now like oh great yeah probably should have done that childish Gambino song um but Oops. there <laughs> there's a there was that like time that was just too busy, but I feel like I owe him. Like he fucking raised me. There's yeah, people that right. raised me. Right. So that that's the first person me... that pops in your mind when you think. Of, yeah. You know, it, like, it, I mean, it's types. fresh because we talked about it, yeah. and it's fresh from the other night. But like, that's definitely you oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. I remember like I had broken up with a girlfriend, or she had broken up with me, and um, and I was just distraught. For sure. Shout out to her, <laughs> and I was just distraught. Like. You know, I'm like 20 years old. Right. I've never been dumped before. And I'm like, oh, my, you know, my heart is oh, yeah. broken. End of the world. End of the world. The I'm world. crying. Yeah. I'm at the fucking table of my kitchen. <laughs> and, and I'm just sobbing. And my parents, yeah. I've been sobbing for hours at this point. My parents are like, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> get over it. And I'm like, and I realize that there's a gift of we gab you show. you that DJ Quick <laughs> <laughs> Serves you right, you little bastard. Karma. <laughs> But I'm sitting there and I'm like, and I'm at the table and my mom, and, and I realize that there's a Black Alicia show uh, at Chop Suey that mm. night. And I'm like, all of a sudden I like <laughs> dry the tears and I'm like, I need to meet Gift of Gab. That's the only thing that's going to make this better. I need to meet Gift of Gab. And she stopped me and she was like, Ben, you sound like a groupie. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's really not. But like, that's how... Pitiful, my like, you know, my sobbing was at the time. Your mom was basically like, "You're being a little bitch right now." Yeah, pulled he pulled yeah. you out of that black hole, pulled that together. black quagmire of the yeah. heart. Yeah, I don't know if I ever made. I think I was too emotional. To, did did to mom ever find civic. out that you stole that? That shit. She's about to now. Oh shit, we're gonna She's have to send to her now. right now. Mm-hmm. I can absolutely hear you on a Chief XL beat. His beats were so good, man. So good. So good. God damn. I mean, it was an era of, like, you didn't have to clear fucking samples. And mm-hmm. I don't think there were. Yeah. On um, Blazing Arrow, I bet yeah. they did. They, and yeah. to me, that's why the production oh, yeah. changed on Blazing Arrows. Because, mm-hmm. like, they oh, yeah. couldn't just Forced to. have. I mean, you probably experienced that to some level yourself. Like, oh, you're yeah. Like, I don't want to pay for James Brown. I don't want to pay for fucking Funkadelic. Yeah. Like, that shit's expensive. Yeah, What's didn't. that shit look like now? Like, it just take a long time? It, it a takes a long time. Like, it takes blah, blah, blah. a lot of money. You have to give them a ridiculous amount of just your publishing. Your yep. And that's what people are doing. Is, and is can't you just come close shit. to it? Is that, Jody, you know a lot about this. Can you just come close to so the beat? Something called interpolation. 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 Like, <laughs> when you not, listen to... They don't even use the word interpretation. They use a fake word. When you listen to The Chronic, Yeah. they're not sampling Funkadelic. That's Scott Storch and... Replaying. Dan the Guitar Man, all those guys like, yeah. damn replaying close. that stuff, um, which is a mechanical fee rather than a direct. So sample. they're like, "Yo, yo, this is our interpolation ba- of this song." Well, it's, you're basically covering the song, yeah. And what you have to pay to cover the song, as opposed to sample it, mm-hmm. like the actual physical recording, yeah, is much different. Yeah, but you also have to have guys that can fucking play funkadelic yeah, and guys that can record it yeah. and and mix it and make it feel like it's yeah. a funkadelic so the people just go around that a lot so now, you need so dr dre <laughs> yeah you need to have you need to have dr or dr ryan lewis yeah hey how's ryan your lewis. golf game seattle's on dr dre um i am 
going directly from here to get a lesson. Going to golf oh, lessons. And um, man, I played a lot in Europe. Yeah, it was incredible. Amazing. Um, How long you been playing golf now? Six months. So, okay. dude, I get the feeling you like dress really well when you golf too. You doing the argyle and the craziness, or you just? Like, I, I need to. I need to step it up. I don't want to be too loud and be really no, no. trash. You got to be loud, dude. I got to be loud, but I got to get kind of good first. And I and I feel like I was venturing <laughs> oh, yeah. into that yeah. space oh, yeah. in oh. Europe by the end of Europe. Right. And I got home, and um, I had the shanks, man. Everything's just going to the right in the yard. Fuck, that's what happens and, to me. Um, that's actually the only yeah. reason I want to play golf. I always go the is right. when I go on the Adidas site, and I see their golf shoes, and I was like, those are so dope. Yeah. No, dude, the shoe game. But you're right. You have to up. be kind of good, otherwise you're just a loud yeah, I'm bad like, guy. Yeah, I'm golf. just an argyle, yeah. and, right. and I suck. Like, yeah. I need to be, like, yeah. kind of good. But, da- you're the Rodney Dangerfield of golf. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I, I'm panicking. Yeah. Like, it is. Yeah. That shit is hard. It is ruined. shit. It is ruined, like, hours of the last couple of days for yeah. me and then i'm mad at myself for getting right. so upset right which makes it worse it compounds it and i'm like yeah and i'm like i you know what i honestly like i was playing so bad in the yard that i like came in and i was like i want to fucking drink well people don't oh, know this dude and yeah no but wow. people don't know yeah this. i mean that's fleeting intense. thought yeah. but like that's it intense. got to that point that's, that is so intense. i was like People Damn. don't know this, man. I, I, would, I, would, just, like, I would just not play golf. Like, I'd just be like, well, normal yeah. people don't but know this, you but you will obsess day. at right. golf. Then you have a good day. Yeah. It is an obsessive game, mm-hmm. and people so don't like, so look at it. So it's essentially, you're saying it's like gambling addiction. Yeah, completely. Like, have you, how much have you golf? You need the losing this is, to balance the winning. Yes, this is the thing about gambling and about golf is that with gambling, you you hit or whatever, you you know, you make a bunch of money, on, and you're like, I can do that again. Yeah. Right. I can. I yes. did it before. Endorphins are released. I, I, oh. Endorphins are released. I yeah. can do it again. I've done it once. I can do it again. That's the same thing with golf. It's like, right. I hit a great shot. Yeah. I can do that again. And you I actually don't get know. worse right. at golf when and, you do but that. You, yes. yes. You can't. Right? Yes. You but you can't. Can. So but people don't know that. You, you will obsess on that little ball. Like, so my, I'm my, my, homie, yeah. my homie Pat that I work with has told me that if we want to be, like, true, like, you know, just at the forefront of the nonprofit game that we need to learn golf. We need to be golfers. Mm, yeah. Like to be in any industry, really, like at some point you need to learn golf. And I'm like, okay, let's get some cheap clubs. Yeah. Um, and let's go to Jefferson. Yeah. And let's just, you just, know. Just have a putter in the putting let's little Let's just in the have office. fun. Like yeah. at least, you know, at least, you know, not make too much of a thing of it. And then if, you know, if we, if we take to it, then great and whatever. So. I thought you it said my homeopath, but you said my homeopath. <laughs> my homeopath. I am actually actually going to say that from now on. Like, <laughs> What's up, my homeopath? <laughs> and, and a shout out to Pat, by the way. Pat Arnie's the greatest in the world. If he's he's a lovely this, this is where Jody goes every day at noon. <laughs> yeah, he's That's never heard this podcast, and someday he's going to hear it and be like, what the? I thought you were going to get bouquet for lunch. <laughs> like, I, did, I did take lunch. Jody Just, sneaks out. I took and lunch this. at the crocodile, and I didn't eat food. So you're kind of a social champion, bro. What's go? What's what are you doing right now? You're saving something. You gotta be saving something. Uh, and we thank you, are, by the way, for doing that too. We are working on the residency. Um, yeah, and that's, I read up a little bit on that. Yeah, that's our program at um, Mopop. Uh-huh. Nice. Not the EMP. I right. still call it the oh, EMP. I know, me too. Um, and then and people say Mopop to me, and I go, "Where's that?" Yeah, what are you talking <laughs> about? Like EMP. Mopop. Oh, okay. Mopop. 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 And um, so that's starting up in a couple weeks, and we are doing our – it's our fifth year of that. And we are doing a fundraiser concert. Mm -hmm. And that's recovery-based? No, so so it it has – it's not recovery-based. It's um, it's youth. Um, This year we'll have – Yeah, yeah, it's like rap camp. Yeah. Yeah. It's like 40 kids. They actually get paid to be there. Mm. Um, And there's a a beat – Department. There's a rap department, songwriter department, mm-hmm. right. engineer. Right. Um, they learn how to do it all. And is this the best of the best? Is this uh, anybody? Is this? this? Uh, no. I mean, you just gotta apply. You gotta apply. Yeah. Gotta so apply. we get a bunch of submissions each year. We try to take as many kids as we can. Yeah. And um, I it's, think I remember you doing this, something that's like this at Chop Suey. Was there a little something similar with the Utes? Yeah. I mean, I've always had something to do with the with the kids, but yeah. um, this one is has been really amazing. I mean, we've you know, done great partnerships like Alaska's flown them out. We went to, so. got them down to LA last year. 
Um, or, Should we get Pringles and Budweiser in on this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get Budweiser to sponsor for sure. <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, to bring and are we talking like 100 kids, 50 kids? 20 this kids? year it's going to be 40 kids right. or maybe 45. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah, and we just have cool experiences, man. Like, we, you know, they came down to L.A. They went to the Grammy Museum. They Shit. went to go to Drake and Migos show. We all went there. Wow. and um, They came down to one of my shows in Phoenix the year before. And a, a lot of these kids had never left King County, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Much less gotten an airplane and gone Amazing. to a show or yeah. a museum or whatever. Um, we have some great people that come in, talk to the kids about the industry from different mm-hmm. vantage points, whether it's mm-hmm. songwriters or people, producers. managers or producers, Sound. all that. Um, you ever have Brian Myers come in there and talk to him? Not yet. You shut Brian Myers. I just want to shout out Brian Myers because I love that motherfucker. Shout out Brian Myers. Yeah, shout out. <laughs> that might be your next project, bro. You might have your next project right there with the Utes. Yeah, like working with one of the. I mean, anybody standing out? No, Travis Thompson. Travis Thompson is a is an alum. Yeah. Of uh, Marco a, Marco Collins turned me on to him real quick. Yeah, yeah, Travis is doing really good things. Yeah. Um, and we're gonna do a show at the Paramount with me and the youth, um, in September. I want to say. Mm-hmm. So we're there. And um, so that's what I'm working on. James is there. I don't have time for that. We're gonna. I'm gonna dress like a Ute. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna work, man. <laughs> Yay! They'll be like, look at that old fucker getting out of here. I don't know if it's gonna work. Hey, let's get you out of here, Dan Macklemore on T Bomb guys, and I'm so happy you were here, uh, Ben. It was awesome. I'm gonna let you go uh, golf. Yeah. Go golf, man. And hey, remember Chevy Chase and Rick Caddy? Yeah. Find that. I'm in my don't, fucking head, man. Yeah, don't drink over. Yeah, because it will kick your ass if that happens. That would happen. be so fucked up. And if you oh, do, I've been drinking alcohol worst, in like 11 years. The worst story. That would be ever. so fucked. You know, I picked up golf, ben. right? And I got really obsessive, like, and then I decided yeah, I wanted hey, some ben, whiskey. I only have to say this: if you do, so, make sure it's Budweiser. Uh, right? <laughs> I'm kidding. You're sponsored by Miller, so make sure it's a Miller. <laughs> All right, we love you, listeners. Thanks again, Ben. Thank you, Jody, my musical mensch, and thank you, Mr. Ryan. And we're gonna peace the fuck out of here. Thank you, y'all. Peace.